Liminal space is magic and it doesn't last forever. It is that point of transfer, the space between no longer and not yet. I am not yet in the new reality. I'm not yet fully embodying the new way of being. I can still feel the old. It's right there. I can taste it. I can touch it. And I'm in between. And there's magic in this space if we're willing to just sit here to let things be revealed. Hey friends, welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and in this episode, I want to talk about crossing the threshold, navigating the magic and the terror of liminal space. Liminal space is that place between no longer and not yet. In fact, the Latin root of the word is lemon, which means threshold. When we're on these journeys of living our fullest expression, of creating a life that's fully aligned for us, of making seemingly impossible things inevitable, we're going to cross a lot of threshold, particularly around letting go of old ways of being and stepping into new ones. And this is where I want to focus today. I'm in the midst of one myself, so I feel like I can speak to it really from the messy middle, but also having navigated through so many different periods of crossing thresholds and liminal space throughout my life. This idea of crossing the threshold comes from Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey framework. If you're not familiar with it, it is a narrative pattern, and it basically breaks down the journey of our hero in any story, myth, book, movie, and breaks it down into three core stages and 12 different phases within those. There's first the ordinary world. That is what life is, what life has been, what the world was like before you were prompted to go on this journey. And that usually starts with a call to adventure. I call that the invitation of our soul. There is an invitation. Sometimes that invitation is thrust on us, For example, I had a very traumatic loss that was thrust on me. That wasn't a gentle invitation to start a relationship, to consider moving across the country, to take a new career opportunity. It was thrust on me, an invitation into growth and healing and transformation. So some of these invitations aren't by choice. They're thrust on us. And others are, quite literal, invitations, a marriage proposal a job opportunity, an invitation to purchase land from the family and go live on it, whatever it might be. They're questions. They also can be simple whispers, tiny truths, those deeper callings from our soul that tell us this is not the right relationship for me. This is not the community that I want to be in anymore. This job is killing me slowly. I call these simple truths. These are those intuitive whispers that we can neither confirm nor deny. They just are. And our fear might kick in. Our stories might kick in. We might get triggered by them and emotions will come afterwards. We might be terrified by the idea of even considering the invitation presented to us, even considering the reality of what this whisper is telling us but they are invitations that cannot be ignored. They are pure, emotionless truths that come from deep within, that are invitations to lean more fully into our authenticity, into our purpose, 
into our callings. And they'll start as tiny whispers, but they'll get louder and louder over time. And if the universe has to, it will smack us upside the head with a two by four to get the point across. But these are those simple truths. And these are all the different variations of how an invitation of our soul, a call to adventure in Joseph Campbell's words, can appear in our reality. Once we accept the invitation, which we don't always do at first, there are many times I have absolutely resisted an invitation. And I want to also clarify about invitations. We talk a lot about this in journey mapping. We have different stories of people accepting the invitation of their soul on the Tales from the Journey podcast. We'll link to both of those in the show notes. The invitation isn't necessarily to say yes. Crossing the threshold, choosing to accept the call to adventure doesn't necessarily mean saying yes to the invitation. It might actually be saying no to the marriage proposal because that's not the right person for us. And we're at a point where we have to honor that because it's getting more serious. It might be turning down the job opportunity because we know that if we say yes to that, we'll make so much money and it will be impossible to leave. And it's killing us slowly. And we're really, we're here to do something different with our lives. So it can be saying no. And when we say no, we are accepting the call to adventure. We are saying yes to the invitation of our soul by saying no to something else. Because the deeper invitation in those situations is to honor our truth, to create massive changes and transformations in our life, in ourself, in our relationships, in our work. So it's not always that we're supposed to say yes to the invitation. So accepting the invitation of our soul, accepting the call to adventure, once we do that in whatever way we're meant to, whatever way is most aligned for our soul in a way that is actually accepting the bigger call to adventure, honoring the bigger, deeper truth, we cross the threshold. And that is between the ordinary world the way that life has been, the way that we have been, and we are crossing the threshold into the deeper underbelly of the journey. This is where we start to be tested. We go through trials. We start to realize who our allies are, who our enemies are. We basically begin a descent in certain regards to a place of death and rebirth so that we can be reborn into who we need to be to have the things that we desire. This is the hero's journey. Journey mapping is my process for navigating these journeys that we walk in life. It is not identical to the hero's journey. I'm very proud of this process. It's deeply transformational, especially if you're in the midst of a challenging chapter in a big life transition, especially if you're really struggling to accept the deeper invitation of your soul, but you want to uncover the purpose of your path. So again, please check that out in the show notes. We're working on a new workbook, which will be... So amazing to finally get out because it's a deeper evolution of the work. So stay tuned for that. Hop on our mailing list if you want to get updates. When we go into these journeys, we accept the invitation of our soul. We say yes to the call to adventure. We cross the threshold. We are in liminal space, the place between no longer and not yet. And this place is ripe with magic and opportunity and possibility. And it is terrifying beyond belief because it immediately unravels our sense of self. It provokes this internal dilemma because we've said yes. 
we've crossed a threshold. We are no longer in our life as it was. Maybe not the jobs, the relationships, maybe just not who we were. We said, yes, we are leaning in. We have stepped forward through the threshold. There is no going back from here. This is a point of no return, and sometimes we will try. We will cross that threshold. We will turn down the invitation or say yes to it. Whatever it is, we have accepted the call to adventure. We have said yes to expansion and growth. We have said yes to alignment and living our fullest expression. There is no going back from that. Sometimes we'll try. We'll get scared because I don't know how to be this person yet. I don't know how to live that way. I don't know how to do these things. I have absolutely no idea how to literally do them inside these circumstances. I don't have the money yet. I don't have the experience. I'm still reeling from the grief of whatever I've left behind. So sometimes we will try to revert. And this is how the terror barrier shows up. That moment when our subconscious freaks out because we're going against the known and familiar and does everything in its power to get us to go back. And it can even just be the discomfort of, holy crap, I said yes by saying yes or no. I accepted the call to adventure. I've crossed the threshold. Oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. I don't know who I am. We're in that messy middle, that space between no longer and not yet. We can try to go backwards, and oftentimes we do, and it just doesn't work because we said yes, we leaned in, we crossed the threshold. In doing that, things begin to reconfigure inside of us. We are altered by that action in a way that cannot be undone. So even if we've only slightly been altered, we've only poked our toe across the threshold, we said yes, and we're standing still. If we go backwards, we will feel very viscerally that we no longer belong where we are. And I have done this in many different ways in my life. One of the more recent examples was ending a relationship that I knew was not right for me. I knew from the beginning. We were together about a year and a half off and on and broke up in the summer of 2020. And there was three months where we were apart, no contact, weren't speaking. And in that period, I got really clear that what I wanted was to live off grid, that I didn't want to be in Colorado anymore, that I wanted my life to look differently. I needed a change. And I said yes, and I leaned in. I started doing research. I took a trip to a different state to see if I might want to live there, to explore it, to start saying yes, to start moving towards it. I made friends with somebody who lived off grid, who was growing their own food, who gave me my first plant that I actually kept alive. I ate three little cherry tomatoes off that thing. I said yes, and I started leaning in. And then I got scared because I was doing it all alone. And everything that I was moving towards was so different than the life that I had been living. I got scared and I went back to the relationship. I re-engaged in it. I reactivated. I made decisions that seemed realistic and reasonable and logical to stay in Colorado another year. For myself, for these reasons, for money, for those reasons, for the relationship. Really, I was scared. 
I had already said yes. I had already crossed the threshold. The transformation of self and way of being and life had already begun. It was already in process. More so in that particular situation than other times. But even if we just say yes and we start to lean in that direction, a process has begun. We are beginning to reconfigure. We are, we've already energetically cut certain ties. We have made decisions. And that sets a series of events into motion. Actually, energetically, internally. So I got scared. I went back to the relationship. I stayed in that relationship for nine months and in Colorado for another year. And it, it never felt right. I couldn't even make it feel right in the ways I had convinced myself that it must have been before the ori original breakup. I couldn't even put that mask back on, that facade, that false belief, that pretending that like energetic engagement, that way of being, because they didn't fit anymore. And I tried so hard to make it work. And it, it couldn't, there was no way it could. First of all, it wasn't right for either of us. Second of all, I was no longer the person on that path, that path of being in relationship with someone with a fixed life, of being in the suburbs, of only going outside on weekends and holidays. I had started a path. So much had shifted for me internally. I had said yes to that deep, purposeful desire, that calling to be more connected to the land, to live differently, to escape the matrix, the way that the world is, the way that I had been living. I had already said yes. I had already begun leaning into it. The friendship that I had made that summer with somebody who was already doing that had changed me. And so I would go camping with this partner after we got back together, and it felt wrong. Everything about it was wrong. All the equipment was wrong. The places that we had to choose for various reasons were wrong. The times that we could go, it was all wrong for me. And that could never be undone. We can never undo the process that has begun. We can stagnate it. We can stall it out by going backwards. And the longer that we go backwards does not make our desire forever impossible. It simply pushes it further and further away until we're ready to realign with it. And when that relationship finally ended, and I really allowed myself to come back to that calling, to be afraid but move anyways in this new direction, that's when I got the hit for a camper. That's what I would do. I would move home to New Mexico to be near family and have a support system. And I would start to unplug from this life that was never right for me. I would figure out how to live differently, even if it was difficult. There was one point where I was like, if I have to, I will buy a different type of RV. I will drive my house around. I will live in the woods two weeks at a time. But it worked out the way that it worked out. Getting the camper being on family property is a, it's a huge step towards that. Yes. That calling that invitation, but there's that pocket at the beginning. When we first cross the threshold, that liminal space that is disorienting beyond belief. 
It is confusing. It is unsettling. It is scary. And it is magical. If we can weather the discomfort of being in it, if we can let it work on us slowly and methodically, if we create the space to be very intentional about getting to know this next iteration of self, this person that we need to be to evolve and grow in this direction, to learn all the lessons, to heal all the wounds, to clear, repattern, process, over time, it becomes easier. So many steps after deciding on the camper were scary and terrifying. I felt that impulse to go backwards, maybe not to that relationship anymore, but to that life, to that type of person, to those types of partners, to rationalize logically and reasonably why I should just sign another lease. That makes the most sense. That's the easiest. I know how to do that, but I kept leaning in. I kept moving through that fear, and now this is my life. And at this point in my journey, in my work specifically, I am being called on a very specific adventure, one that is very different than what I've done in the past, one that is going to stretch me, is going to be a challenge, it's going to be time-consuming, energy-consuming, financially-consuming. It's a big yes. It's a big invitation. It's a big adventure to be called towards. And it's one that's cropped up from time to time over the last few years. And this time I finally said yes. And it was a quiet yes, but it was a fully decided yes. And remember, decision is a frequency. The energetics of being decided are what shift the odds in our favor, change trajectories, things start moving towards us. We can shift more easily into new way of beings because to decide is to cut off. I said yes, and I leaned in. And I can feel, just yesterday, before recording this, I could feel that internal wobble. I have gone down this rabbit hole of research of figuring out the process, what it's going to take, what it's going to look like, what it's going to cost, where I'll do what, how long will we be here, will we move somewhere else, how will that work? And I'm not ready to share exactly what it is just yet, but it's a big change in what life will look like and in how I'll approach my work, the work of the company, the work that wants to come through. And yesterday I felt that wobble of, I've been doing fine. <laughs> Look how far I've come without this layer, without these credentials, without that particular experience. Come a long way over 14, 15 years. Maybe I could just keep doing this. You know, maybe this is something that I could figure out later on. I had already said yes. Things were already in motion internally and a little bit externally. It was already working on me. I had already crossed the threshold between not doing it and doing it. And I can feel when I think about just going back to the way things have been in the business, working the way that I've worked, creating the way that I've created, not having this layer, it feels wrong. It feels hollow. It's lacking a certain richness and depth. 
I can't go back. I can't undo this yes. There is no undoing the crossing of the threshold. You can revert and go back, but you can't undo what's already begun. And you can try to make things work back here before you said yes, the way things used to be with whatever and whoever you left behind will never fit the way that it did before. You will never be able to lie to yourself the way that you did before. You will never be able to rationalize your way into staying into it being right. It will never feel right again. If it really is a no. And there are some things that we have to leave behind and go on the whole hero's journey to come back around and create a new experience with them, other people, jobs, places, but not often. And we can't count on that. And we certainly can't cross the threshold and run back and expect that whole process to take place. That's not how it works. We have to deepen into the underbelly of the journey. We have to go through death and rebirth. We have to sit and simmer in that space of no longer and not yet, that in-between, that messy middle, that terrifying space. There's so much magic here, though. There's so much that can shift rapidly when we finally decided, when we finally said yes. When we release our grip to what was, the ordinary world, who we were before, and we willingly surrender to the free fall, not knowing who we're going to be on the other side of this, not for sure. And the more that we deepen into this, the more that we can connect with the new ways of being required to bring this to life. And sometimes the death and rebirth process is ugly and messy and hard. A real burning away of everything that no longer serves you in creating what's next. And sometimes it's a little bumpy. It's a little challenging. Always, no matter what, centers around our way of being who we are being. And I am finally anchoring into that version of self. It's no longer an idea of one day, maybe. I can feel that version of self. And that is why, even if I'm not fully embodying that self yet, there is no going back. You know yourself differently. You've experienced yourself differently. You're relating to everything that was and everything that is differently. and Everything that's possible differently. It alters you. It works on you. We have to be willing to be in this liminal space, not stalled out, not standing still because we're afraid to go forward. I am terrified to go forward with this. I am kicking myself for finally accepting the invitation, for speaking it out loud, for making certain connections and contacts, for more information, for planning around it, for beginning to look at my work my writing totally differently. I'm kicking myself. I'm so uncomfortable. I can't undo that. What I can do is sit in this space and allow it to work on me. Allow myself to slowly get to know this next version of self. To go through death and rebirth around what needs to be released so that I can be her. To continue fumbling through the next steps and actions. Being a beginner, being frustrated and confused. That is what we do. Liminal space is magic and it doesn't last forever. It is that point of transfer, the space between no longer and not yet. 
I am not yet in the new reality. I'm not yet fully embodying the new way of being. I can still feel the old. It's right there. I can taste it. I can touch it. And I'm in between. And there's magic in this space if we're willing to just sit here, to let things be revealed, to open to the guidance and the wisdom, to surrender to the process, to release our grip and to trust. If it's really scary for you, I recommend working on the four types of trust. Trust in self, trust in the world, trust in our callings, trust in others. The whole episode about that, we'll link to it in the show notes. Trust. There is a whole new world opening to you. And even if at the end of it, you go back to the ordinary world, old relationships, old spaces, places, you will be different and there will be a renegotiating process, a reorienting. And it's ongoing. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust your yes. Trust the invitation. Trust that you are being led into whatever you need to be led into to become more fully yourself, more fully expressed so that you can be the person you're here to be and contribute in the way that only you can. Liminal space, the threshold, crossing it, moving forward from there is terrifying. But please remember, there is no going back. If you try to go back, you end up in what Christina Rasmussen calls the waiting room. You're in limbo. You're not moving. You're not being worked on. You can't go back. It's not an option. But you're not moving forward. And no matter how long you engage in what was, if you try to go back, it will not move you forward. It will stagnate you slowly. It will kill you, make you sick, make you unhappy, make you numb. You can only go forward. You can only deny the invitation of the soul for so long. If it is really meant for you to follow it, it will get louder and louder. It will become undeniable. And sometimes it will be thrust upon you. Do you trust yourself enough to navigate it? If you need support, check the show note for resources, and I will be back soon in another episode. 